Hey, man, is that the Garage Rock Show podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is the Garage Rock Show podcast. To those of you already supporting the show with a monthly subscription, thank you. If you're not already a supporter and you'd like to help make this show possible, please tap the link in this episode's description or visit anchor.fm slash the Garage Rock Show to become a monthly supporter. And make sure to check us out online at thegaragerockshow.com and give us a like and a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Garage Rock Show Podcast. And if you like this episode, please take a minute to give us a rating in your Apple or Google store. Now on to this week's episode. It's Friday. It's time for another episode of the Garage Rock Show Podcast. Chris here with you guys this Friday, July 17th, Season 2, Episode 28 here. We're going to be talking about the Better Noise Online Music Festival this weekend. What's that all about? Also, Metallica announcing their release details and a release date on SNM 2. Uh, the follow-up to SNM, the symphony uh, release that they had 20 years ago in 1999. Jimmy Page offering signed fine art prints from his new book. We'll get into that. Bush is hosting a virtual album release concert this weekend. Wolfgang Van Halen giving some details on his new solo album. Sebastian Bach and Chris Jericho getting getting into it on Twitter. Apparently, Sebastian Bach accusing Chris Jericho of miming his live vocal performances. We'll see what's up with that. Uh, and a lot of bands rescheduling and canceling more tour dates. Uh, Judas Priest, The Killers, and more. We'll talk about that in just a bit. Of course, plus on this day of music history trivia, we got a good one for you this week. This week's new releases. Let's get into that. New albums out today, the 17th of July. A uh, new one from Bush, The Kingdom. As I was saying, they're going to be doing their uh, virtual album release concert that's tomorrow so make sure you check that out on their official website as as well as their official youtube channel gang of four has a new album uh, it's actually an ep called anti-hero that's out today ellie goulding has new release nicholas jar the pretenders proto martyr surfer blood has a new one called carefree theater and the chicks have a new album called the gaslighter and that's the dixie chicks dropping their name uh dixie from there so there you go. Uh, some tour news for you, kicking off uh, with some news about Judas Priest canceling their tour for 2020, rolling out 2021 makeup dates. So they've not only canceled the dates for this year, but they have rolled out some dates for next year, uh, according to Rolling Stone. The band posted a statement which said, quote, We have every intention of adding more shows and cities to our 50th anniversary tour in the fall of 2021. As soon as we have the new dates finalized, we'll, we will announce them, end quote. Priest was originally set to kick off its 2020 date, September 11th. Uh, everybody was kind of waiting for an official message from the band. We finally got one this week. So looks like it's going to be rescheduled almost the same or, uh, time frame. Uh, it was set to kick off September 11th of this year. Well, it's it's kicking off September 13th of next year in pretty much all the same cities. And they are going to add more cities, as you just heard from uh, Priest, that they're going to be adding more cities as it, as it goes. So there you go. 50th anniversary tour for Judas Priest. That's going to be awesome, man. 50, 50 years. It, very impressive. Um, all right. Some news about the Killers and their uh, new fall tour dates. So here's the deal. Their new album is coming out August 21st. It's called Imploding the Mirage. It's their sixth studio album. And apparently it has a bunch of special guests on there like Lindsey Buckingham from Fleetwood Mac. KD Lang, Wiseblood, uh, Blake Mills, Lucius, and more. The Killers shared the information and the album cover on their Instagram page, writing, quote, COVID-19 monkey wrenched us, but we preserved. Folks, mark your calendars. The band also confirmed that their remaining North American and Australian tour dates will be postponed. Uh, they have not announced rescheduled dates, unlike Judas Priest, which did. Uh, the Killers have not. So there you go. Um, but this was interesting. Tom York from Radiohead has actually added dates for this year to his world tour 
Um, it's his Tomorrow Modern, Modern Boxes Tour, which is scheduled to start later this year. He's actually added more dates. Uh, it's going to be kicking off Washington, D.C., September 27th, 2020. He's going to spend the bulk of October in the United States before moving to the U.K. in June of next year. He's already announced some major festival dates for next year in England, uh, including June 23rd, Brighton, England, as well as Paris, France on June 20th, Glasgow, Glasgow, Scotland at the SSE Hydro Festival on June 18th of 2021. That's Tom York from Radiohead. All right, Motley Crue, Five Finger Death Punch, Papa Roach, and more are going to be involved in this Better Noise Music Festival, which is happening this weekend, guys. It's actually going on right now as we speak. It kicked off on July 16th. It's been broadcasting from Better Noise Music's YouTube and Facebook pages. So it's all to benefit the Global Recovery Initiatives Foundation. Lots of bands are participating, including Bad Wolves, The Who, uh, Dirty Heads, uh, Fire from the Gods, From Ashes to New, Escape the Fate, and more. So make sure you guys check that out. Search for it. It's called Better Noise Music Festival, happening as we speak. Bush going to be doing a virtual arena gig for their new album kickoff. This is interesting. So this, I guess this is kind of tour news. It's a virtual tour. Bush is going to be streaming a full production virtual arena show on Saturday, July 18th. That's tomorrow at bushofficial.com. The Kingdom, which just came out today, marks the band's eighth studio album. So that's interesting. I wonder if it's going to be an actual empty arena or if it's going to be like a superimposed, um, you know, like a green screen, a picture of an arena. I'm not sure how they're going to pull it off, but check it out tomorrow. That sounds interesting. All right, let's get into some rock news this week. Metallica releasing S&M 2, which is Metallica and San Francisco Symphony number two next month. They've announced the date. It will arrive in 11 different configurations, including a Blu-ray, vinyl packages that contain both audio and video footage of the event. The album comes 20 years after the band's first concerts with the symphony in 1999 at the Berkeley Community Theater. Uh, so kind of crazy because the late composer arranger Michael Kamen conducted them back then. He passed away, and now they got someone else to do it. Uh, they were hoping to bring his vision to fruition. They said in a statement, quote, Honoring Michael was always a guiding light as we put things together. We wanted to revisit his idea and take it to another level. So Metallica and San Francisco Symphony S&M No. 2 is due out August 28th in 11 different uh configuration so you can check it out all kinds of ways that blu-ray sounds cool i'd like to check it out i missed that i remember when the tickets went on sale for that it was crazy they had to add a second date because the first one sold out so fast and people were pissed because they were going for thousands of dollars online in the secondary market and uh, metallica had to add another date because it was so bad the fan reaction where everybody was pissed so I don't know. I want to see a video of that event and see if I really missed anything or not. I heard it, I got kind of mixed reviews from people on it. Uh, some people said it wasn't wasn't that great. So I don't know. We'll have to see. All right. Jimmy Page offering some fine art prints from his anthology photo book. So he released this new book, which is called Jimmy Page, the Anthology Portfolio Fine Art Print Series. So he's sharing hundreds of items from his private collection, including his personal stage costumes, equipment, uh, instruments from throughout his career. The trade version of his book will be published on September 8th, but he's doing a special version where you can select certain photographs from the book, and he will sign and number them uh, and frame them and then send them off. Only 75 numbered copies uh, are going to exist with each print signed by Jimmy Page along with a, a certificate of authenticity. I don't see a price, but I imagine that's going to be pretty pricey. Uh, I guess somewhere in the $2,000 range for something like that. Uh, I don't got that kind of money, man. And now a message from one of our sponsors. 
Oh, hey, Charles. What's up? Oh, hey, Chris. Hey, Slugger. You look down. What's wrong? I don't know, Chris. Things just haven't been going well for me. My energy seems low. I can't focus at the office. I have trouble feeling powerful like I used to. My arms seem a little saggy. Yesterday, I stared at a bridge for six hours from the roof of a stranger's car. When they asked me to get down, I screamed the name Bette Midler at them several times. I just feel lousy. I don't know what's wrong. Well, I know what's wrong, champ. You do? Yeah. You're not getting enough fortification to those bones with the nutritional content in crow's milk. Huh? That's right, crow's milk. Here, try some. Okay. Mmm. Thick. Sure it is. Crow's milk blends the perfect amount of nutrient-fortified crow's eggs with dairy-based products we all enjoy. It's like a drink in a way, but in a way, it's not like a drink at all. Right. And the patented flavor and energy crystals resting deep inside that bottle of cool, refreshing crow's milk gives you the fight you need to pump those muscles up like a crow. Energy crystals like sugar? Sure. And remember, crow's milk is specifically designed to give you a unique charge of protein with amino acids that do something like sciency for you. Yeah, I can feel the charge right now. It really gives you an I don't give a fuck attitude. Well, okay. So, Charles, how do you feel now? I mean, I mean like, like, like deep, deep down? down? Really, really reach in there, you know, think about, think about it. it. Like guar lyrics, Chris. Yeah, good. Now go get them, slugger. And remember, crow's milk can be used as shampoo as well to help replenish those nasty hair follicles. Huh? Crow's milk, available upon request in most countries. Buy it today. All right, Wolfgang Van Halen apparently putting together a new solo album. It's actually his debut solo album. He's been working on it, apparently, for the last five years. Uh, it also is kind of marking the the branching off from the Van Halen brand that he wants to kind of... Um, it's not that he doesn't want to be associated with uh, Van Halen. I think he just wants to focus on himself and his personal kind of reputation. So here's his quote. Check it out. Uh, quote, I answered a question in my story about whether or not I view my father's legacy reputation as a gift or a curse, and this is what I said. Judging by the response, the answer seemed to resonate with many, so I figured I'd make it a post. Thanks for being cool. So here's what he says. Quote, being who I am, I think people at least will be interested in my work, will, what my work will sound like, which is nice. But on the other hand, if it's not exactly what they want to hear or if I don't sound Van Halen-y enough for them, they'll hate me and won't give me the time of day. I'm fully prepared for a wave of hate when my music releases because it won't be what people think it'll be. I'm not trying to be my father. I'm trying to be me, end quote. So there you go. Sounds like he's not trying to do Van Halen stuff, which is cool. And I got to respect him for kind of making that statement saying, hey, guys, and I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for this, but I'm just trying to do my own thing here. So hats off to you, Wolfgang Van Halen, for doing that. And you do you, man. Uh, Arcade Fire's Will Butler announces a new solo album. Uh, and I got some more solo album news from Corey Taylor from Slipknot. So stick around. Lots of solo albums, apparently, during this lockdown. So Arcade Fire's Will Butler got a new solo album out called Generations. He released his self-directed video which just came out last week. For It's a new song called Surrender. So there you go. He said in a statement, quote, My first record, Policy, back in 2015, was a book of short stories. Generations is more of a novel, end quote. So there you go. Generations is due out September 25th via Merge Records. Uh, speaking of solo albums and bonus stuff, 
Looks like uh, Stone Sour is releasing a bunch of demos from the vaults. Uh, this bonus track, Anna, was posted to YouTube on Wednesday of this week, and guitarist Josh Rand from Stone Sour wrote in the caption, quote, This was the last of three songs that Roy had. The track ended up on the special edition for Audio Secrecy. This version has different lyrics than the Audio Secrecy version. And I was thinking maybe this might be a sign of future rarities, B-sides release that Stone Sour is... Uh, maybe getting ready ready to check out and uh, release to the public. This is maybe the first one. Who knows? But some more Slipknot news related. Uh, Slipknot's Alessandro Venturella, which is known as V-Man in the band. He's the bass player. Recently married artist Lisa Graham. Uh, apparently they've been dating and longtime partners, and they finally did it. He said in a quote, quote, We finally did it. Me and Lisa got married. Graham's social media indicates that the wedding took place in London. Good time to do it. I'm sure they're like, you know, hey, we're not touring. <laughs> let's let's get married. Let's do it. Uh, the band's Knotfest Japan had to be rescheduled to January of next year due to the pandemic. We'll see if that's still going to happen. Um, all right, some more new music being worked on from Guns N' Roses guitarist uh, Richard Fortas and former Motley Crue frontman John Karabi have plans to collaborate on some new music. So apparently Richard Fortas said, quote, I'm actually sitting in my studio, which is my house, so I'm able to do sessions for different people. I love playing on other people's stuff. I love writing with different people. My buddy John Karabi is coming up from Nashville in a few days, and we're going to work on some stuff together, end quote. So, interesting. Uh, be interested to hear what that what that sounds like, what they're, what they're coming at. Uh, all right, so more rock news. Black Crows, they were supposed to celebrate the 30th anniversary of the Black Crows' debut album, Shake Your Money Maker, this year with a huge tour. Well, they've released... Some merch, at least. It's their uh, first new merch in over 10 years, according to this press release. The new collection of Black Crow's merch includes T-shirts, hoodies, hats with their classic de- uh, classic designs, as well as some never-before-seen artwork from that tour way back in 1989. So that's kind of cool. Check that out on their official website. All right, let's get into this story about Sebastian Bach and Fozzie frontman Chris Jericho apparently getting into it on Twitter, full-on Twitter war on Wednesday this week after Bach accused Jericho of lip-syncing his performances. Bach referred to Jericho tweeting, quote, he definitely does considering that he minds the tape. Jericho responded with, quote, I sing my ass off every night, dude. Do you really want to go there? Things escalated when, when Bach referred to Jericho as Millie Vanilli and asked for a clip of him singing live. Jericho fired back with uh, comparing their career stats, didn't provide any type of video of him singing live, and then Bach uh, said, where is the derogatory comment? All I ask for is to see one single clip of you singing live. Every clip on the internet of you is miming to a tape. I will sing in your effing face anytime. Wrestling is not rock and roll. I will show you effing rock and roll. So there you go. That's Sebastian Bach and Chris Jericho getting into it. I got to wonder. I don't know. Have any of you guys ever seen Fozzie live? And can you say that you that he was singing live? I don't know. I'm, I started looking up some videos, and I can't really tell. It's hard to tell from cell phone videos if he's really singing because the audio quality is so shit. You can't really tell if it's coming through the PA or if he's really there live talking with the audience. Sometimes there's banter in between. Sometimes there's, you know, flubs or messing messing up, and I wonder if that really happens at the shows or not. Sebastian Bach would know. He is a lead singer. He's been in the in the game for a long time, so interesting nonetheless. And now a message from one of our sponsors. Do you have low energy? Fatigue? A case of the moon days? Do you feel stranded, alone, and lost in the bleak void of primitive human existence? Longing for an ambrosia that will perk clarity and pull you from the dull sludge of your dismal life and family? 
Ball Jack's the key. Made from a patented blend of a thousand milligrams of taurine for the drive of a true Ball Jack champion. 300 cc's of caffeine stack. 5,000 milliliters of ginkgo biloba. Helping to stimulate the brain and regain the memory loss as a result of drinking Ball Jack. <laughs> Plus 20 cardiograms straight from the delta thorax of a living Malaysian tiger. Wow. And an ounce of pineapple juice concentrate. Ball Jack will transform you from the pathetic, lazy, stupid, idiot slob that you are right now to something akin to a Busta Rhymes hype man in just seconds. <laughs> grab the intensity. Grab the heat. Grab some Ball Jack right in the Ball Jack. Available at participating local motels. Copyright thegaragerockshow.com. All rights reserved. Winton, California. Just listen to the non-forced consumer testimonials from Nancy in Huskogee, Wyoming. <laughs> Come on, Nancy. No, no. <laughs> See, she's she's just she's so jacked out of her mind right now. She can't even can't. properly put to words, Charles. Just listen to the non-forced consumer testimonial from James from Red Eye District of New Jersey. James, how do you how do you feel about Ball Jack, James? <laughs> James. He's playing James. James, James is jacked out of his mind right James. now too. He can't even put it oh, into words James. either. <laughs> Ball Jack, guaranteed little to no teeth loss. All right, I thought this was funny and kind of sad at the same time. Trapped only moves 600 copies of their new album in the first week of release. Shadow Work is Trapped's first new album since 1999's Amaglamation. Not to chart on the Billboard 200. Didn't even chart. And that's pretty sad. Apparently, the low numbers could have something to do with the fact that Brown has taken his share of haters on social media who don't support his conservative opinions in a recent spat, one Twitter user wrote, quote, With all your genius marketing, why doesn't your new album come up first when Shadow Work album is Googled? I can't wait to come back in a month and hear the excuses for another failure. What do you think, 2700 first week? Brown replied, Definitely double that, if not more. Cannot wait to run it in. Thanks for promoting my band, Moron. End quote. So only 600 copies, though. That's far below that. Uh, 5,400 copies, what he thought they were going to be releasing. And in contrast, Dalai Lama's new album tops the Billboard chart. That's right. The new album from the Dalai Lama has topped the charts, hitting number one on Billboard's New Age album chart. It's an 11-track album called Inner World. It sold 2,000 units in the first week, also coming in at number eight on the world album charts. So there you go, the Dalai Lama beating out Trapped on the charts. I just had to make that comparison and that note this week. I thought it was hilarious. Uh, all right, another really cool thing that Eddie Vedder did for charity over the week. Eddie Vedder, Eddie Vedder's always doing cool shit for charity. So there's this new trick shot challenge. Have you guys heard about it? It's this uh, all to benefit ALS. So he was nominated by Chicago Cubs president of baseball operations, Theo Epstein. And he, he so he was nominated to complete this trick shot. So basically you got to do some kind of a, a fancy shot, right? Uh, either like maybe like a golf trick shot or frisbee, something like that. So for his uh, trick shot, Eddie Vedder hopped atop his surfboard, skimming along the lake surface following a boat. While he was doing this, he also balanced while carrying a baseball bat and waited for someone from the boat to toss him a pitch. In addition to being a surfer, Vetter's love for baseball has been well documented, so it, come, it should come as no surprise that he connected on the pitch first try. The bigger surprise may be have been doing so while still maintaining his balance and never falling off the surfboard. The video is pretty legendary. You should check it out on Pearl Jam's social media. Uh, all right, some birthdays this week. Uh, July 16th, Harrison Ford turning 78. 
Cheech Marin turning 74. Cameron Crowe, 63. Patrick Stewart, Sir Patrick Stewart of Star Trek, of course, turning 80 years old. And Steve McQueen, Steve R. McQueen, the son, the grandson of Steve McQueen, turning 32 this week. All right, some on this week in rock and roll history trivia for you guys. On this week in 1973, set your way back machines for 1973. The guitarist for this band in this week in 1973 is hit and killed by a drunk driver at the young age of 29. His death ultimately ends the band. What band did he play guitar in? In 1973, this young guitarist died. Was it A, Ambrosia, B, Blue Cheer, or C, The Birds? What do you think it was? It was C, The Birds. Ladder guitarist uh, Clarence White is hit by a drunk driver and killed at the age of 29, ultimately ending the band in 1973. Pretty tragic. Uh, all right, guys, let's move on to some more movie TV entertainment news this week, kicking off with some good news about Alex Trebek sharing an update on his health. The Jeopardy host released a video update explaining that despite the production shutdown and his battle with pancreatic cancer, he hopes to return to the studio soon. And check this out. He's got a new book coming out. He says the memoir that he's writing is called the quote, the answer is Reflections on My Life. And it's coming out July 21st, just one day before his 80th birthday. That is awesome. Keep going, Alex Trebek. One of my favorite just personalities out there, man. He's just such a, seems like such a genuinely good guy. All right, so more TV, movie TV entertainment news this week. The Tesla trailer has dropped. IMC Films is going to be doing a movie about Nikola Tesla, and it's going to be played by Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke is going to be playing Tesla in this. Uh, the film hopes to land in theaters and on demand August 21st of this year. So it's actually coming out in about a month. Very cool. Um, apparently, this 30 Rock special got dropped by a bunch of several affiliate groups. It was supposed to be happening this weekend. Um, Nextstar, Tanga, Hearst, Gary Television, and Sinclair all dropped because apparently they showed some episodes of The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon and Late Late Night with Seth Meyers on Peacock a couple hours before the over-the-air broadcast. So the uh, Heads Up guys, the CEOs, they were not happy with that. And so they pulled that 30 Rock special, so you're not going to be able to check it out. Uh, maybe online, maybe it's on demand. All right, some good news. I thought this was not really good news, but kind of good news for the for the kids out there. So <laughs> there's this new trend of teens dressing up as mask-wearing grandmas to buy alcohol. So face masks making it hard to tell if someone is underage. And a new trend from TikTok sees these teens dressing up as elderly grandmas, wearing masks, and using fake IDs to purchase alcohol. The video seems to show many having success with their prank, and now they're getting millions of views. Stand-up comedian Jason Lawhead posted on Twitter, quote, now that we have to wear masks, this is the best time to buy alcohol with a fake ID since the early 80s, end quote. I gotta agree with that. Go for it, guys. This is your time to shine. <laughs> Do it. I remember I had a fake ID in high school. I just got a picture of some random dude in the yearbook that kind of looked like me because I was worried, oh, if they take it and they got my picture, I don't want it to actually be a picture of me, you know? And it worked. I can't believe it worked. Uh, it was a crappy laminated ID. I just used one of those laminated things uh, where you iron it, you know, real thin laminate. I cannot believe that that worked back then. But that was another time in the 90s. That's like when they didn't, they didn't scan that stuff, you know, they didn't put it through the thing. They just looked at it anyway. And now a message from one of our sponsors. New York City, 1929. The air is thick with crime, dirt, grit, and passion. 
He walks alone. You know that, Jack? With a side. But who walks alone, Nancy? With a side of pickles, Jack. Damn it, Nancy. Who walks alone? This fall, there's a new hope on the streets for the innocent and a new threat to the guilty. I work alone, Johnny. No need to drag you along like a side of fries. Yeah, detective? I know you like to go lean, but sometimes you gotta double down, get beefy. Remember, we're a team. There is no team. After a life-threatening disaster leaves Detective Angus's face horribly scarred, but his cognitive abilities increase, giving him incredible foresight into hindsight. I see it, Nancy. What did you see, Johnny? Tortilla Face will most likely strike again, as he did before. My God! You'll say that again in 15 seconds, Nancy. I predict it, because that rat bastard left another clue. What is it? He played us like the drums, Nancy. He left his calling card at the scene of the crime. A slipknot. My God! A menace lurking in the shadows finds an arch nemesis and hamburger man. They call him the savior of this city. What do they call you, boss? Psychosocial. His existence and mine, a duality, if you will. Or as Hamburger Man would say it, the devil and I. What do we do now, boss? We wait, henchmen. We wait and bleed. Ronald Snargetson as Detective Angus. My face, like a monkey, threw up into a meat grinder. That's why I fight Greasy. Tiddly Sweeney Doo as Nancy Groucho. It doesn't matter, Johnny. I love you. I love your ugly mug. And Benedict Cumberbatch as Tortilla Face. It all goes down tonight, Detective. Santa Maria, you're ugly. And that comes from a man whose face looks like Freddy Krueger's kneecaps. Hamburger Man and Tortilla Face. The Reckoning. News from around the world this week, guys. You're going to be able to see five planets and the moon without a telescope this weekend. Before sunrise, tomorrow on Sunday. Well, on on Sunday, this is Friday. Five planets, Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn, as well as the crescent moon, will be visible in the sky at all at the same time, apparently, on Sunday morning. Before sunrise, Jupiter will be found in the southwestern sky with Saturn above it and to the right, while Mars will be visible in the southeastern horizon. Will, uh, excuse me, Venus will be in the eastern sky, and Mercury will be to the right of the moon. Very interesting. That's all happening Sunday morning. So it's a good thing to tune in Sunday morning, Floyd, with us on The Bear, 105.7 FM. You can stream at 1057thebear.com this Sunday morning, 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And check it all out, man. Listen to Sunday morning, Floyd, and watch that stuff in the sky. That's going to be awesome. All right. Thought this was creative for uh, a jewelry store trying to get rid of their inventory, and apparently they just have this shop that's undergoing um, insurmountable economic strain, so they had to close the, the shop, right, the jewelry sh- uh, jewelry shop. So they wanted to come up with a creative way to get rid of all the unsold jewelry. So here's the deal. His wife, this guy and his wife, decided to get rid of their inventory by burying items across the state of Michigan to create a treasure hunt. And so what they did is they sell the, you can register to participate in the treasure hunt for $49. You get a ticket and then you get some clues 
uh, as to where the treasure is buried. And they say that if you find the treasure, you can keep the items or you can trade them in for cash value. So I <laughs> thought that was pretty pretty clever way to get rid of their inventory. All right, so more uh, world news. Walmart, Kroger's, and Kohl's requiring everybody to wear face masks. I think that's great. Uh, more stores like that need to step up and make it their policy. Screw the government and all these local officials that are not enforcing this stuff. The stores just need to do it on their own, and then people can't complain because it's a place of business. It's like no shoes, no shirt, no service. A business can refuse you service for not following their rules. So it's not against your constitutional rights or any of that bullshit. Just put on the mask, get your groceries, and go home. Do your own thing. Wear the mask. Um, All right, weekly WTF this week. (laughs) I thought this was hilarious. Apparently... So, Major League Baseball is starting up next week. Not going to be any fans in the stands, right? So, (laughs) where are they going to get the cheering from, right? Well, the players will still hear fan noise and cheers of the stadium crowd, apparently through the video game MLB The Show. Stadium sound engineers will be able to use some 75 different effects and reactions, according to Major League Baseball. The sounds will also be audible on radio and TV broadcasts. So, they're getting the audio from the video game. MLB The Show. That's hilarious. I thought that was great. Clever, too, right? Uh, Bitcoin hackers getting into Twitter accounts of Obama, Biden, Bezos, Gates, and others. They hacked a bunch of high-profile figures on Wednesday, an apparent Bitcoin scam. The uh, hacked accounts sent out fake tweets that offered to send $2,000 for every $1,000 sent to an anonymous Bitcoin address. And uh, by the end of the day, it had like hundreds of thousands of this scammed money in this Bitcoin account before it was discovered that they had been hacked. And, you know, you see a, a tweet from somebody like Obama or Biden or Bezos or uh, Bill Gates, and it's a verified account. When those verified accounts get hacked, man, that's crazy because you see it and you're like, oh, well, it's verified. If, if you know, Jeff Bezos is saying that, then uh, it, might, it might be true, you know, right? So anyway, um, so here's the deal. We're using hand sanitizer a lot these days. Well, this dude had a really bad reaction to it. Uh, apparently, he was visiting his bank when he started to experience what seemed to be an allergic reaction. He got flushed, nauseated, uneasy. So here's the deal. He was taken to a hospital. It turns out the man had been suffering from... Uh, okay, so he was taking a, a medication to treat alcohol abuse that causes hangover-like effects. It's called disulfiram. And almost immediately after... Um, it, it, so after you consume alcohol... It does these, uh, you know, it's a very strong medication because even small amounts of alcohol can trigger a reaction. People taking the medication are warned not to use alcohol-containing products, such as some sauces, vinegars, cough syrups, mouthwashes, and even to avoid breathing in fumes that may contain alcohol. So there you go. You can't use that hand sanitizer if you're on that medication. Crazy. Um, all right, more weekly WTF this week. Johnny Walker whiskey is going to be sold in paper bottles. Um, yeah, so that's kind of interesting. I was like, what are they, how are they, how are they going to pull that off? Apparently it's going to be some kind of specially lined paper with some kind of a natural wax on the inside of it, but it's going to be a thick paper thing. So they're trying to reduce waste. I think that's kind of cool. I don't know if that's really going to be practical, but it's a step in the right direction, right? Uh, and apparently everybody's not getting sleep these days. I know me personally, I am, I'm sleeping the worst I've slept in years and a new survey is finding that 60% of Americans are saying their sleep routine during the pandemic has them more tired than they've ever been. 70% saying their sleeping habits have become inconsistent. 63% think their sleep schedules might be permanently ruined because of all this stuff. 
Everybody's staying at home more. They're staying up later. They're binge watching TV shows, all leading to bad sleep patterns, as well as uh, all the anxiety that's going on in the world. Just a crazy time, man. Be good to each other. Stay safe out there, guys. That's it for us this week. Follow us on Instagram at Garage Rock Show Podcast, Facebook.com, Garage Rock Show Podcast, Twitter.com, Garage Rock Show. All of our links are up, nine different platforms at thegaragerockshow.com. We filled you in on all the latest topics of the week uh, this Friday, July 17th, including the Better Noise Online Music Festival, Metallica announcing the release details on their new album, Jimmy Page offering those signed fine art prints, Bush hosting that virtual album release concert, Wolfgang Van Halen giving us those details on his solo album, Sebastian Bach and Chris Jericho going at it, uh, Judas Priest and more canceling tour dates. We filled you in on all of that. Hopefully you enjoyed the episode. Give us a, a like and a follow on our social media. Um, look for us. It's all up there on our website as well, thegaragerockshow.com. And I will see you guys next week. Have a great weekend. Peace. By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that the entire contents and the design of this podcast are property of the Garage Rock Show or used by TGRS with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. The third-party materials or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinion standards or policies of the garage rock show tgrs assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein this disclaimer is posted in full at thegaragerockshow.com